0: Hi, welcome to We Are Cosmic Nature, the podcast. My name is Kelsey, and I'm super excited to talk to you today about the lunar energy that we're working with right now. And if you're new here, welcome. We're going to talk about the importance of the moon as the topic of today, but the many topics that you can experience and the energy that I like to bring to this podcast is for you to feel Connected for you to find resources, maybe some tools, insights, wisdom, guidance from myself or people I bring on around how you can live a happy, healthy, holistic, fulfilling, abundant life. So I'm super honored to have you here. And I will say, I just spoke for like 15 or 20 minutes and I was not recording. So bear with me. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try this again. And let that frustration move through me. Speaking of the moon and emotions. So the moon. So I'm really feeling drawn to the moon right now. And at the time of this recording, we are in cancer season and cancer is ruled by the moon. So when we are in a season, astrologically speaking, that means that the sun is moving through that constellation or moving through that energy. The sun takes a full year to move through all 12 signs. And it just so happens to be in cancer season. And each sign is also ruled by a planet and cancer is ruled by the moon. So in astrology, the sun is our life force energy. And it's really bringing light and bringing attention and focus and energy to that area. So if someone asks you, what is your sign? You're typically speaking about your sun sign. And it might be a Cancer or a Leo or, or or whatever, but it goes deeper. We have our moon sign and many other, all the planets had a placement in the sky. So the moon is super important because the moon rules our internal world, our connection to home, our connection to our bodies, how we experience and process emotions and how we emote, right? So, you know, the sun is, is kind of... Uh, it's not just your personality but it's like really the energy that you're bringing but the moon you know and how we're emoting ourselves is a huge part of that right so the moon is a very important player when it comes to who you are on this in this particular life so i want to talk a little bit about how the moon can affect us physically and emotionally and spiritually physically speaking the moon is, well, it's actually affecting the whole planet. So you're probably familiar with the moon. It's a big rock that moves around earth. And I don't want to say rock, like it's not significant because it's so much more than that, but I don't really have, you know, the proper word for it, but it's moving around the earth and astrologically speaking, it actually takes 27 and a half days for it to move through each sign. So it's about two and a half days it spends in each sign. So sorry, 27 and a half days to move through all the signs, all 12 signs, two and a half days in each sign. So at the time of your birth, you were born with the moon in a particular sign. So you might have a moon in Aquarius like me, or a moon in Cancer, or moon in Leo. And this really does affect who you are as a human being in this life so we have an upcoming new moon in cancer which I will talk about I'm going to talk about the new moon in cancer followed by the full moon in Aquarius but I just wanted to touch on how magnificent the moon actually is so you know in ancient times or probably even now like the farmer's almanac is like it's I don't actually know like who who creates these almanacs, but it it really I, I know that it is it it speaks about the moon cycles, right? So back before we had calendars and uh you know relied on these sort of systems and structures to understand our orientation to time, we were working with the moon and the seasons, right? Of Earth. So we were working with Like people would be able to know, oh, it's the third full moon of the year. So that means this. And on the fifth new moon, that's when we plant our seeds or something like that. I don't have that as an actual fact, but I know that the moon has always been a key piece to us navigating this human experience, being able to tell, you know, the time of the year or um how, how energy was moving because the moon also affects the waters on our planet, right? It's moving tides, which is so incredible. It's moving the water on our planet. Therefore it's affecting the water in our bodies. Okay. Because we're all, we're cosmic nature. Like we are all in this together. So our bodies are affected too. So our energy levels might be affected in women our hormones and our cycles are affected. And sometimes, you know, you're ovulating on a new moon and sometimes it's a full moon and it's really up to the wisdom of our bodies to decide at what phase your cycle wants to begin and end. So if you have, if you track your cycle, it's really cool to track what phases and what side the moon was in for each cycle and then you're able to see like like i've i've personally experienced that like when i was synced up with the cycles of the moon it was like a new moon ovulated okay and then the full moon maybe it was around my cycle like at my menstrual cycle <laughs> and uh i would have like i would think about the sign that it was in and what area of my chart that was and what emotions I was like feeling at the time of this particular bleed. And I was like, oh my God, this is just so on point. Like the things that were frustrating me um, because your emotions get heightened. So now I'm starting to bleed into a little bit more of of how this affects our emotions, but our emotions are heightened, right? When we're, um, when we have our menstrual cycle and then it was like the area of my chart is what was frustrating to me. So it's pretty incredible. If if you're a woman and you want to work with that a little bit. So, yeah, and and the the moon again as I mentioned, it really is our connection to our emotional body, our emotional selves. And our emotions are the veil or not even the veil, the the realm of energy between physical and spiritual. So it's how we're able to gauge you know, our connection between physical and spiritual. Like, are you so focused on maybe some 3D stuff that you're forgetting the vast magic of life and therefore you feel lonely or frustrated and that emotion is a key indicator and being aware of your emotions, like being aware of, hey, I feel disconnected right now because I've been so caught up in X, Y, Z. Oh, well, there is my indicator of let's shift my focus and my perspective and come back to myself and come back to my whole self. I think that's a a whole other conversation, but just an example. And the moon is also our connection to the archetype of the mother. And that is also correlated to the sign of cancer. So where the moon is in your chart can can tell you a little bit about your connection to that energy and it doesn't mean your it doesn't have to mean your actual mother but just the energy of mother and also how you show up in that space. So if you have strong lunar qualities or strong cancerian qualities in your chart you might be a nurturer or you might love to be held. It could go both ways and people might like to be around you because you they feel grounded with you. They feel held with you. Um, and it can really, yeah, it can really, your chart can really sh- share that information via what sign it's in. So for example, uh, yeah, I mean, if you have your moon in Cancer, you might be a really emotional person. Um, If you have your moon in Leo, you might be a really passionate person and you're really fired up about things. You might be like me and have a moon in Aquarius and it's kind of like, okay, feelings are cool and all, but let's like, look at this from another perspective and figure out how we're going to move through it. (laughs) And I'm not saying that's like a good thing. (laughs) The moon is about water, right? So it wants to emote. It wants emotions to flow through. It's cleansing. It's purifying. Tears are so good for you. So I encourage everyone to cry (laughs) because it really is healing. Now, spiritually, Some people, you know, manifest with the moon and by manifest, I mean really working with the energies. So new moon is really about planting seeds and getting connected inward and getting creative. And then a full moon is really about illumination and experiencing and and witnessing what we've created and feeling that whole energy in its fullest. Now, I haven't specifically manifested with the moon Uh, I think I've tried and you know wrote a list out and said okay cool by the full moon I want this but what I recognize and what I was saying in my first recording of this episode is I think that the moon is pulling us to connect deeper and not just like use it as a tool as an energy to just like not manipulate but just use and be like hey moon this is how you work well let's you know let's manifest this it's no about feeling into it like why and really just appreciating the magic of this emotional realm that we can utilize to manifest. and yeah, it's it's not really just about the list of things that you want. it's about and and creating and that's so fun, right but it's it's about feeling it like we are here for an emotional experience. Yes, we're here as a physical experience. But if we were only here for the physical experience, we would maybe just come and be a rock. <laughs> but we came to be human and we have emotions, right? And that is going to make this experience so much more and it really is that bridge between the physical realm and the spiritual realm. All right. So how do we bring the inspiration and the magic down to the physical? We we utilize that emotional energy, and what's emotional energy is ruled by the moon. So, I yeah, I'm really feeling this pull towards working with the lunar energy, and I feel that this new moon coming up is powerful. I'm going to talk about the specifics of it in just a moment, but. Things like just being and feeling and and honestly like meditating at the full moon, I think would be really powerful. And the reason I say meditate is because maybe many of us have been busy right now. I don't know about you, but I've been very 3D, very life, very like house renovations, life preparations, moving, like just building projects, like things going on that. I feel like I've been missing that sort of magical quality of like nature and the moon. And I know it's always there and I have my like morning meditation practice, but it's like, I feel like we all just need a good full moon circle together. (laughs) That would be nice. So at the time of this recording, holler at your girl if we need to create some full moon circles because um, I could use it. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. The moon's moon's asking us for connection at this time um, because I'm recording this in Gemini season. But all I want to talk about is the moon and Cancer season. So I'm trusting that inspiration. So I'm going to switch now and and talk about this new moon coming up. So in just under a week, we have a beautiful new moon in Cancer. So this is like ultimate... Cancer season energy right now because the sun is in cancer and the moon is in cancer and they are together in the sky bringing in that lunar energy. Okay, so the new moon is at 24 degrees of cancer, so if you know your chart or can bring up your chart, please find 24 degrees of cancer because that is where this new moon energy is coming in. And by that is where I mean, what house is it in? What area of life is being like being affected by this new moon? So for me, let me see here. Um, let's see here. New moon in Cancer. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes, that's why. <laughs> okay. So for example the new moon's happening in my 10th house and it's exactly conjunct my mars. So 10th house is about career and purpose and mars is about action. So this new moon is really has for me and 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 I'm curious, please I want to hear from you too what area of your life is being affected or is it do you have any other planets there and you know in those final degrees of cancer. And what what like what are you feeling? Because it's in a few days, right? So what? How how are you feeling? What's coming up in life right now? What are you inspired to do? And a new moon is really about creation and connecting inward and getting connected. Yeah, connection to your emotions and to yourself. And I think especially if there's a lot of women listening, and you don't have to be a woman, but like. Is there a connection to that feminine nature that like root womb space like what life is <laughs> as a woman and oh and being yeah just in connection with your feminine archetype now if you feel more connected to masculine energy or identify as a man, maybe you need some time to, to connect to that energy as well. Like maybe you need a good cry to just like get out of the masculine or, or, I mean, there's no right or wrong here, or you've been so in your feminine and this is really about just about going inward and just reflecting and connecting like, Hey, what, what energy do I want to work with here and plant that seed and move forward? So 24 degrees, right? What, What area of life is that? And at the time of this new moon, we've got Mercury and Leo, I believe it's exactly squaring Jupiter in Taurus. So Mm -hmm. Jupiter in Taurus is helping us to just put in those steps towards creating or like really putting in quote unquote work. And the little steps we do take are actually going to it's like this energy of Jupiter is making any application of our own energy and skills move that much further, like full force. Now, I think Mercury and Leo is like, we have an idea, but there's something. Is it low self-worth? Like what is the dis like there's a bit of tension here because I feel like we're in this creative energy. We want to connect in. We want to create something. we want to be. Uh, there's the like this feels like such fertile energy. And maybe there's creation ideas, but we might feel that there is a limitation. Like either we don't have enough time or, yeah, there's something to do with confidence or self-worth. Like someone is feeling like, I don't know if it has to do with something someone else in your life but someone or just like being worried about the perspectives of others and you know I, I always pull a tarot card to just really really feel into this energy and I pulled the king of pentacles and I mean <laughs> this has been this card's been coming up the most for me this year of any of any card um for my own personal readings and and group readings so this is really about abundance and success and like achieving great things and just putting in and making the plan and putting the steps forward. So whatever the mind is doing right now, um, or the people you're talking to, if it's feeling like it's hindering your ideas or your creations or your vision, um, I think that we can really let that wash through with this new moon. Okay. And, you know, Pluto is in the opposite sign of Capricorn, so it feels very transformative. Um, Pluto is currently retrograding Capricorn, which is interesting. It's actually, you know, familiar energy. It's been there for like, I don't know, 12, 13 years. Um, It will move back into Aquarius, but there's some old lingering possibly beliefs or things that make us feel powerless that we need to clear out and then move move forward. And, you know, we've also got Mars and Virgo and Venus in the final degrees of Leo kind of close to Mars. So I think that, I think that the energy is just on our side here and it's just moving through any mental blocks and like old perspectives that are just not worth, um, not worth holding on to. Like, this is really fertile ground, like I said, to just be and connect to that Feminine energy of creation and spaciousness and feeling and I'm really looking forward to this energy. I mean, I want to be present, but like, there's something about this moon that's like drawing me in. So, yeah, slow. Like, Cancer season is slow as well. Slow. Feel into things and like, just, just be in it. You know, if it's if you're in the northern hemisphere, this is summer. So just like, be in it, just like feel the magic of cancer season. And if you're in the winter, like how cozy is that for you? Just have a tea, just sit by the fire and just journal and mm, it's so delicious. Okay. And I'm going to move into what follows this beautiful fertile new moon, which is the full moon. Okay. So I pulled up the new moon in Aquarius and this is happening on August 1st and I don't know what it is about this lunation but the last few years the that like in July and August the moons I mean I have chills the moons have just had so much to say and I don't know if it's because we're kind of like on the other half of the year and I let me speak through this because I think that there's just some really maybe big shifts that are happening for us again this year. And uh, that's these months just bring, bring shifts. And you know, I wonder too, with cancer being such that like fertile energy, and then Aquarius is also like, like that full moon in Aquarius is really about doing things differently and highlighting change. So let's talk about it. Okay. So this full moon is happening at nine degrees of Aquarius. So the sun will be at nine degrees. The moon's at nine degrees. So where is nine degrees in your chart? Um, That area of life is going to experience this illumination and this letting go and this transformation. So a few things to note. Mercury is exactly opposite Saturn, which is retrograde. So Mercury is in Virgo, Saturn is in Pisces. I've spoken about Saturn and Pisces quite a bit, um, often on my Instagram account and social media. I don't believe I, well, no, I think I did record at least one episode on it here um, and hosted a workshop on it and Saturn in Pisces is a really major transit. Um, It began March 2023 and it will go till March 2026. And again, if you want to consider Saturn's influence, reflect on March 2020 when Saturn moved into Aquarius and how the world experienced major shifts. (laughs) So Saturn in Pisces is a whole other lesson, a whole other theme. And you know, with Mercury opposite, Mercury's in Virgo. Okay. So we're feeling like we want to, like Virgo is very service oriented and we might have something that we want to do to help others. And maybe it's also about helping ourselves, really just getting organized, but there's like a boundary, whether that's people, people or a person or an entity of authority that we feel like is towering over us, that is making it difficult for us to really continue on this process whatever it is that um that virgo energy is helping us to move forward with virgo's earth energy okay so again this is getting organized this is processes this is solving issues there's something that maybe we're working on right now getting uh it it really depends of course on what's happening in your life what what conversations are you having you know what uh what is it? Yeah. what What's on your to-do list right now? Okay. And what feels like you can't let, like you can't move through this obstacle. Is it a person? Is it a thing? Is it a process? Is it a, is it a thought? And you know what? It's probably something in the subconscious realm because Saturn is moving through Pisces, which does rule our subconscious thoughts. So we are becoming aware of how energy works. Like, as Saturn moves through Pisces, we're becoming aware of how energy works, how our minds work, and how our spirit works. Like, I mean, to whatever ability our conscious human mind can do, but that, like, this is where science and spirituality are blending. So there could be something that is subconscious or from the past. It's like a habit of yours, a mental habit that is not letting you move ahead. (laughs) Okay. Or move and just evolve and create because sun is in the sign of Leo, which is really a creative energy. And the moon is in Aquarius, which is really about innovation and change and breakthroughs. So there's this like yeah, this bit of, um, this, it feels like Saturn is really the, the planet in, that has like the most attention with this full moon. And of course I always pull a tarot card and I pulled the eight of swords. And, um, this is really about feeling like a victim, feeling unworthy, um, feeling uncertain. And how, how can you, Find a different perspective. You're not trapped. Um, we need to look at things differently so that we can find a solution to move through whatever it is. And you know, every time I share energies, it's it's I I can't get super specific unless I look at your chart, right? But as a general tone, there could be something that we just need to. Okay, be aware of it. Yes, I realize that this feels icky or scary or irritating or whatever. How can I just witness it for what it is and and break through anyway? So, uh yeah, I'm eager to see how this plays out for all of us. And again, if you want to know what area of your life might be affected, I mean, you can really look to 9 degrees of Leo, 9 degrees of Aquarius, but also, you know, considering Saturn at this time at five degrees of Pisces. What area of your life is that? And I mean, I think maybe that will help you to see what that three-year transit of Saturn and Pisces, it's like a deeper theme that's going on that Saturn wants you to cleanse because Pisces is about cleansing. So we're really working with shedding the old so that we can move into the new. And at this time, we've got Jupiter uh, such a wonderful planet that's been pretty active with a lot of this year. Um it's making a beautiful aspect to Mars in Virgo. So I think that we do have really good energy on our side as well. Um even though it feels like there's a challenge, Mars is still keeping us, you know, moving forward and Jupiter is really about receiving, you know, great blessings but trusting your intuition to help you to get to where you want to go. So, all right, I think I'll wrap it up there. I decided to do the new and full moons together. And as I mentioned, that lunar energy was really just drawing me in. So I was like, let's just go all moon for this episode. Uh, I will be switching to well, you may have already noticed, biweekly episodes because it's summertime and life is just busy in its own way. So I wanted to switch to biweekly and really just make sure that I'm still giving you some good tools and support and insight while also giving myself some space to enjoy my favorite season. (laughs) So you can always find me over on Instagram and I'd love to hear your feedback and any questions you have, anything you resonated with. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you for being here And wishing you all the best. See you next time.